Welcome to Standing Strong Ministries podcast with Dr. Sean Strong. We hope that you are encouraged by today's message. Welcome to Stronger Every Day, where the coffee is strong and the Word of God makes you stronger. We're so glad that God has your miracle in mind. I just want to tell you right now that God is richly going to bless your life. He's got something good for you today. Welcome to the show. We are live right here on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and we're excited about what God's going to do today. I'm excited about this new venture I'm going to try, and it's going to be an awesome, awesome thing. You can hear the train right outside. We're live, and it's crazy. Uh, if you not had a chance to follow us on uh, Insta, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, uh, the links are going to pop up on the screen. And uh, we want you to richly, God to richly bless your life, and we want God to move and flow in your life and strengthen you uh, through these ways of staying connected to us personally. And then if you've not had a chance to download our app, please do so. We are getting new stuff with our apps every day. God is richly doing some major things uh, in and through our life. And we're excited about that. And God has a blessing for you and wants to strengthen you and encourage you. And uh, it is going to richly bless you and encourage your life. All right. So with that, um, I want to encourage you and tell you about a couple of things right here. We are in Ardmore. Here's the address. It's live here tonight at seven o'clock. We're going to be heading out to service just immediately when we're done with the show. And uh, it's going. It's right there at Abundant Life Worship Center. The address is on the screen. You can write that down. Make sure that you've got that all going good there. And then also, I want to tell you about, uh, we've got one of the most awesome things coming up. Camp meeting June 2022. And God is richly going to bless you. Look at the speakers we've got. We've got Prophet Benny Baker. We've got Pastor Kelly Nesbitt. We've got... Um, uh, Pastor Angela Gazaway, and uh, we've got some mighty, mighty voices, and uh, these are all evangelistic ministries that God is using right now, prominent voices of our day. Dr. Ron Brees, it's going to be an amazing time, and it's going to be amazing. We're going to have a KFI luncheon on Thursday. We're going to meet all the ministers there if they can come in from out of town. It's going to be a great, great blessing. You don't want to miss that, and uh, we want to encourage you and strengthen you in the name of the Lord. All right, uh, let's, uh, do, let's do the chameleon bump, and then we'll get right into what God has for us this week. All right, so we, I want to talk to you guys the next four days about chameleon. Friday, we're going to be having a live prayer service on Partner Friday. We're going to do that every Friday. We're going to come on live. We're going to make sure that we're praying for you and praying for your prayer requests. All right, so I want to talk to you guys today about do not conform. All right, the world has certain patterns 
uh, to it that um, do not lead to a full life. Greed, anger, jealousy, materialism, and dishonesty. These are just a few of the things that I can think of that would make us understand that it's not the life that God really has for us. Paul instructs us in the book of Romans to no longer conform or blend in the ways of the world, but instead we're to live transformed life as God's people. Transformation doesn't happen by accident. It's an intentional way, an intentional moment and daily living, hour by hour, minute by minute, week by week. And uh, how many know we've all been guilty of creating patterns in our lives that do not lead to the full life that what we really want? I think we need to get rid of unhealthy patterns. We need to substitute them with healthy patterns. And then we can transform into the child of God that he wants us to be. I believe that we conform so much to this world society, its culture, and everything uh, to, to no longer plant. We're, we're blending in, right? The chameleon is the master of disguise. Anybody remember that movie back back in the early 90s called The Master of Disguise, right? And, uh, you know, Dana Harvey, I'm reminded of that movie, you know, when he's talking about I'm not turtle enough for the turtle club. Uh, you remember that, Michael, when it was, you know, Master of Disguise? We were talking about that not long ago. And uh, no matter what environment the chameleon is placed in, it will change color and it and and it'll make itself it that 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 type of lizard that thing will uh, place itself and camouflage itself in any environment that it's in. I believe that one of the major fundamental aspects of Christianity is this: that we have an idea uh, that when when we're placed in a certain environment that we're identified, we should stand out. All right, I want you to put that in the comment section. We should stand out. There should be something different about my lifestyle when I'm in any environment that it makes me overlook everything else, everyone else, but there's something about there's something about Sean Strong that's different uh, when no matter what environment he's in, there's something about him um, that it, that naturally stands out. It shouldn't be something that we have to boast about. It shouldn't be something that we have to, you know, preach from the rooftops, shout it out. But I believe that there is a major thing that God is trying to show us here. That we would rather, we uh, uh, right now, the truth for many Christians is they would rather blend in with their environment than stand out. Uh, all right? Today I want to look at a very clear statement that Paul makes. He makes this in Romans chapter 12. We're going to go ahead and pop that scripture up there. And I want to read this for a second. This is what he writes. He said, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So in this sentence, Paul is stating here, he's showing the contrast that I want to unpack today, that I want to talk to you about. Fitting in versus standing out. Many of us remember how important it is to fit in during those high school years, right? Where we fit in, you know, in high school, it was so easy for us to blend in, uh, talk to other people. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but I remember a number of friendships that would I would I would get around certain friends and I would conform around those people and I would pick up bad habits. The upside to this is, is that we conform to the sense of a community, right? We begin to fit in with certain people. We begin to fit in with certain a group or a type of people. And then all of a sudden, the, the, what we do is we experience uh, all this sense of community, right, that we've never experienced before. 
But the downside of this is we're experiencing a false community. What do I mean by that? I mean that we're only accepted uh, by the persons uh, that we've surrounded ourselves with. And we're, it's like we're, we're pretending to be something that we're not, trying to fit in with this group of people or this society or this culture, right? And, uh, but but, but it's, it's amazing because the process becomes traumatizing. We begin to become something that we're not. As Christians, we're called to be like Christ. I want you to put that in the comment section. I'm called to be like Christ. I'm not called to be like my mother. I'm not called to be like my father. I'm not called to be like society. I'm not called to be like my high school friends or the people that I'm conforming myself to around, but I'm called to be like Christ. It's amazing to me if we're not careful, if we don't become Christ-like, guess what we do? We become hypocritical. I want you to catch that. If we're trying to constantly blend in, we're becoming hypocritical. You may have an entire group of friends, all right, that, uh, that know nothing about your faith. They don't know anything about the way that you're living for Christ. They don't know anything about the way that you're supposed to be living. And what ends up happening is, is you conform to this crazy thing that they think that they ought to be, what they ought to be, what they ought to do. And nothing of your faith in Christ ever gets talked about. There's false communities, false people, false groups that we fit into, and they like us for who we're pretending to be and not who God really wants us to be. Listen to these words. God is calling us to be followers of Christ. That means we're to stand out rather than to fit in. It's not an easy process. Standing out is not an easy process. I want you to put that in the comment section. Standing out is not an easy process, but it is an important process, okay? Some of, the, some of the things that I want to tackle with this thing is this. What does conforming look like, right? What are patterns that we as humans are tempted to conform to? I want to look at what does true transformation look like by Christ's definition. I think that's a huge thing. We got to figure out what transformation really looks like. And then once we know what transformation looks like, then we can know exactly what it means to be like Christ and the purpose behind it. But we first have to get a grip on what conforming actually looks like in our world. The word conform means this, to assume a similar outward form of expression and constantly following the same pattern, right? Here's what conform, let me show you what that means. To assume an, a similar outward a form of expression by following the same pattern or the mold or the model. Or, or, or in other words, um, I believe that the mind is what's, is what's really happening. So we need to understand we have to confront our conforming. I want you to put that in the comment section. I've got to confront the, the, the thing I'm trying to conform to. I wonder how many of us have tried to model our behavior by someone we've looked up to or we've admired. How many, how many can attest to that? You know, there's certain attributes that I've always wanted to have like my father has. Uh, there's attributes that I want that my spiritual father has, okay? And as we grow up, we almost, we almost try to take on these characteristics when it fits us. But what happens is those patterns or those behaviors when we grow up, they become certain characteristics, and what happens is we end up not liking them. 
we end up not to, we end up not enjoying them because they're not really who we are and who God wants us to be. And then we be, we begin to get we begin to ask a crazy question: What did I just become? Who did I just become that God didn't really want me to be? So you have to understand there must be confrontation to this. This can obviously happen in a listen in a multitude of ways. It can happen externally, internally, and as believers, you have to understand this. Uh, we have to be confronted with the truth of God's word. We have to find out what the Bible says that we are, not what we're supposed to be like, what somebody else wants us to think that we're like, but what the Bible says that we are. I've got a great picture of the Bible when it tells me I've been studying, and I've got a great picture of what this book tells me that I am. It says that I'm the head and not the tail. It says that I'm above and not beneath, that I'm an ambassador of the Lord Jesus Christ. That when Jesus died on that cross for me, I've got the same authority, I've got the same likeness, I've got the same power that Jesus Christ that raised him from the dead the moment that I become saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. It is amazing to me that the world conforms and the world transforms. So here's what, here's what I mean by that. Uh, so many of us, okay, we're investing and trying to conform to this world. What do I mean? Uh, we want a we, we want a new car. We want a new home. Uh, you know, so many of us as society would say, "You deserve better. You deserve more, uh, be, uh, better, more, bigger, better." Blah blah blah. Healthier. Blah blah blah. Every time we turn around, there's something that is trying to tell us that we've got to have more. We've got to get more. We've got to gain more. And and here's the thing: if the world conforms and the world transforms, then here we are today trying to figure out this negative pattern of life. We want to be like this book says that we are, not what the world says that we are. His word, the world around us, every single time that we, every time that we try to spend time with God, okay, every time that we try to do something for God, the world tells us there's something else we ought to take care of first. Here's the thing. The world around us will gladly give us all the things that it can possibly give us to fulfill our time. We've got phones, we've got computers, we've got assets, we've got houses, we've got things that we're taking care of. But I believe that the more time that we spend with God, the more we begin to look like Jesus Christ. That's what God is trying to get us to understand here. We've got to quit fitting in with this world's pattern, this world system of trying to move us into another dimension. But God is saying in Romans 12, he said, we don't need to we, we need to have our minds constantly renewed. Or, or Here's what he's saying. Don't conform to this way of thinking that the world is telling you that you got to have more, you got to get more, you got to be more, you got to do more. That's not what God's after at all. God's after us to conform to the image of his son, right? This is huge. Watch what he says. He says, our minds right here, here's what he's saying. He said, our minds are the most powerful supercomputers in the entire world. They're, they're what shape and form our way of thinking, okay? Here's what happens is, um, what happens is, is we, we restore and renew and constantly relive outcomes throughout our lifetime, okay? And, and some of it's been rewarding, some of it's been negative, some of it's been positive, some of it's been great. But the thing is, is that we need to spiritually renew our minds every single day uh, from, from what the Bible is, tell, is telling you, right? Listen, 
It is so huge to understand that God wants to meet you right where you are. You've got to have a personal experience with this Bible. You've got to have a personal experience with spending time with God. You, you, can't, just, you can't just fit God in whenever it's necessary, okay? There's got to be a seeking. There's got to be a calling out. God is ready to meet you right here at your point of need. So here's the question that you've got to ask yourself. Do you want to be healed mentally? I think we all need to answer yes to that question. Here's the next question we got to ask ourselves. Do we want to transform, do, do, do we want that transforming power that God has for us in our lives through this book? Do we want to be transformed every day by that power? Okay, and I think the answer is yes. And I believe that our next thing is, is that in order to do that, in order to understand that, then we got to ask the next question. Do we want to have the John 10, 10 kind of life? For the thief comes to steal, kill, and to destroy, but I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Transforming and renewing your mind, okay, is hard to do, but you can do it even in this crazy world. You can look all around and you can see, and you and you can see how it's so easy to be discovered, okay, and 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 fit in with this culture and this time period and just get sucked into life. But God's wanting us to transform our way of thinking and realize there's a higher way of living. There's a better way of living. There's an awesome way of living. How do we do that? By constantly revisiting the Word of God, by constantly having our minds renewed and poured over by the blood of the Lamb. Listen, I believe that you've got to learn how to stand out by forming to what Jesus calls us and, and, and gets us to the place where we've got the right kind of thinking. So here's what God is trying to do. God is trying to get us on a self-reflective journey, okay? A self-reflective, uh, what I would call checklist, okay? I just got this new RV, and I got this checklist that I do. I got to check the oil. I got to check the air in the tires. I got to check and make sure that the, that, that, that the coolant in the diesel motor, where it, ha where it has, you know, it has to stay at a certain level or it won't cool properly. Everything I've got to do before I take it on any kind of trip, I got to take a checklist and I got to mentally make sure that I'm ready to make this trip. This is the same way in life. Every single day, we got to make a mental checklist. We got to go through the Bible. We got we to gotta have our Bible reading time. We got to have our devotion time. We've got to sit, in, sit at the feet of Jesus and hear what he's wanting to say to us, okay? And here's the thing. What needs to happen is our daily routine needs to be fervent and hot. Our, our daily routine needs to get us into a place that we are constantly having what I call the transformation list, the transformation way of life. That's what we've got to do. God desires us to see us transform. So here's the question. How do we get healed? How do we, how do we, how do we come to this place that God wants us to live a renewed, powerful, conformed life to the word of God? It's simple. It's a daily checklist, getting our life in balance, getting everything that we need to become achievers, not just, not just, not just, you know, saying that we're Christians, not just living like we're Christians. You know, I've got the t-shirt. No, everybody knows you've got a t-shirt, right? Everybody knows that you've got something great in your life. But I'm going to tell you that God has something bigger and greater for you than that. You've got to understand that it's not just your job to be transformed by one moment, by one simple way of life. But God wants to richly bless you, strengthen you, and encourage you and tell you that the favor of His goodness, the favor and the goodness of God is moving you into a drastic place by transformation through His Word. His Word paints the picture of everything God wants us to transform to. So I want to encourage you and I want to tell you, don't be a chameleon. Don't just conform 
to this world and their, their way of thinking and their way of life. But step out by faith. Step out by reevaluating yourself on a consistent basis and let the glory of the Lord transform your life and renew your mind, renew your spirit, and renew your way of thinking and let the Spirit of God explode in your world. And I believe God will richly bless you, strengthen you, and encourage you. And uh, I believe this is the hour, this is the day that God wants us richly renewed and transformed. We love you so much. We're so glad that you joined us today. And uh, I hope that tomorrow we're going to be talking about our second part of Chameleon and uh, the Chameleon series. It's going to be an awesome time. And we want to reach out. We want to strengthen you. And we will know God always has your miracle in mind and something good is going to happen in your life today. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to partner with us monthly or sow a seed into our ministry, you can download the Standing Strong Ministries app on Google Play or the App Store, or you can send it to Post Office Box 602, Lebanon, Missouri, 65536. Thank you and have a wonderful day.